obvious one. So yeah. I always wonder, like, can will that work? Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. We always have so much fun behind the scenes. I wish everybody could join us just I before know. the show because we always end up laughing about. We something. need to record behind the scenes and then put out like a real, like a like a behind the scenes reel or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Okay, oh. so if you are here. Welcome to Power Hour. And if you want to see a behind the scenes reel, put a hashtag reel in the comments and we will make this happen for you. But if you're just joining us this morning, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we are really excited to have you here for another edition of Power Hour. And today is one of my favorite topics. And I promise I did not pay or I might have bribed a little bit <laughs> the crew to let me talk about resumes here for the next 20, 30 minutes. I'm so excited to jump into this topic. But, you know, we're just glad uh, that you're here with us and let us know where you're tuning in from. Right now we're streaming live to LinkedIn to YouTube and to Facebook too. So let us know where you're coming from. And as always, what part of the country or what part of the world you're joining us from. We always love to know where people are tuning in from. <clears throat> so Aaron, what's going on down there in Texas? Anything exciting in your world? Well, we had a big storm last night. That's something. Ooh. So um, like there was a few claps of thunder where like I, I said like, oh my God. <laughs> totally scared me because it would be like totally silent in my house and like little rumbles of thunder and then all of a sudden this huge clap and I'm like oh my god um but so this morning like there's lights out there's flash flooding like it's like kind of insane uh over here um oh, in man. Austin but are you guys that, safe where you are yeah we're all good like we're in the hill country so there's tons of hills and you know and our house is kind of up on a hill and so um knock on wood we don't get the flooding but there's a lot of low-lying areas as well. And so um, mm -hmm. I was at the gym this morning <clears> on the news. It was saying like flash floods because of the thunderstorms and, you know, um, so it's all these advisories in place and stuff. But I don't think we're supposed to get more rain today. I hope not. Because um, they okay. said we, some places got up to eight inches last night. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of crazy for us. Um, so, yeah. But other than that, I'm doing good. And I see that Dan is here with us in spirit in the comments. He popped on behind the scenes with his cute little baby um, <laughs> who's not feeling too well this morning. So um, Dan is um, hanging out with his his little squishy um, this morning. And I was like, I just wanted to take her like through like, you know how like you wish you had smell a vision if someone's like cooking something yummy. I'm like, I want to like grab his baby. <laughs> We just pass the baby around. Just pass the baby. It's fine. The first time in distance traveling baby at the same time. Yeah. That'd be amazing. It's like the, the real back to future moment. Well, we're so excited for you. I'm glad everything's okay over there. And uh, <clears throat> that hopefully there's no more rain for today yes. to yes. let it calm down out there in Texas. Yeah. And I'm so glad to see we've got Christine here from New York. Good morning. Always wonderful to see you. And Steve, great to see you too. And Dan, thank you so much for chatting it up for us in the comments. Um, if you, if you take some time away to just go rest and hang out with your baby, we totally get that too, mm -hmm. but thanks for joining us in spirit. So today we get to talk about something that I think many people have strong feelings about, <clears throat> and that is, Hey, I have done my time in corporate America and I've worked <laughs> past the baby, Dan, that's exactly, <laughs> um, and you know, I've, I've done my time in corporate America. I've got my idea and my passion down and I'm really excited to start my own business. Boom. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to do this thing. Now I get to leave some things behind, right? 
Uh, Aaron, this week you talked about that stuffy suit can go by the wayside. Um, the, uh, you know, the water cooler moments that can be a little awkward. The someone stealing your, you know, reheated salmon sandwich from the break room. <laughs> and also your resume. And let me tell you how many people I've worked with who are in the entrepreneurial space who really need a resume, but they did not think about it that way because you kind of feel like you're, re you're released from that. You know, mm -hmm. like you don't have the corporate flag anymore, you know, waving and you don't have the sales numbers coming to, you You know, for example, if you're in sales, mm -hmm. um, you know, routinely. And so a resume is like the last thing on your mind, right? Yeah, I mean, because do you people, feel like I do. I That's what I thought, you know, I was like, well, what, if you're an entrepreneur, like, why would you need to in a resume? Because the traditional thought I think behind a resume is that it's to get you hired for your next gig, right? You want to put everything right. on there to impress the next employer. And if you're an entrepreneur and that's not your next step, like you're, I'm not going back to working for somebody, then why would you need it? You know? So I think that's probably the mindset that most people have. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then, you know, I mean, you get to finally be your own boss. And so mm -hmm. not having to necessarily prove yourself can be a little bit of a sneaky trap because mm -hmm. when we stop doing that, we stop being able to convey our value in a very succinct and powerful way. So today yep. I am here to convince you that, yeah, if you're an entrepreneur, you still do really need that resume. And I'm going to give you three major reasons why, because, you know, many times we just kick it to the wayside. But when we have that message, when we have that together, it can be really, really powerful. So um, Steve Sellen is on babysitting dude. So I figured I'd join you in the comments. Awesome. So yes, uh, we love those salmon sandwiches as well. And my first, the first thing I want to uh, share with you guys is, let me see if I can share, let me see if I can share uh, this window with you. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay, here we go. We've got, boom, number nice. one. <laughs> the first thing that you've got to know if you have not put together your resume yet and you're an entrepreneur, and look at this little sparkle here, Ooh. is that <clears throat> or fancy. if you want to make more sales, you have got to chunk down your message to the finer points of what you're doing and what you can actually offer to people. So um, a lot of times what will happen is I'll have a client come to me and they're an entrepreneur and they, they don't have this together yet. And they say, okay, well, you know, I, I said, well, tell me about your accomplishments. You know, tell me, tell me what you would share with your clients. Like, why do they want to work with you? And they sort of sit back and they think, well, I have this laundry list of, you know, tasks and, and offerings that I can give, but I don't have those quantified yet. And so why this becomes so important is because when you're able to put that document together, then you can take what makes you really valuable, right? You can, you can identify what value you bring to your client and quantify that. And then you have it <clears throat> ready to go for the next person, your next sales call. <clears throat> What's really neat about this too, is that you know, if you've been in business for yourself long enough, likely you're generating all kinds of numbers that you might not even be thinking about, right? So for example, if you're in content marketing, you could be measuring things like audience growth, uh, you know, your own sales numbers. You could be talking about your, you could add your social proof to your resume and some testimonials. You can add your client wins. 
And so then all, you know, all of a sudden the conversation becomes like, yes, I can get you more results and, and I'll figure out how to tell you why to let me pull out my document. I can literally read it, read from it and support myself with my next client. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice one for the organizational <clears throat> bit of that, because then you have, you have to put all of these metrics together in one place mm-hmm. to help yourself throughout, you know, grabbing new clients and, and really showing them how you move the needle for them. Yeah. And I think that that's such a good point because I think, um, most entrepreneurs are trying to get some sort of like credibility testimonials, you know, some sort of, um, facts and figures to be like, Hey, I have this credibility. I have this experience. I've gotten these results for these people. And, you know, you want to show that would be it on your website, your sales page, what have you. And to your point, Claire, your resume is, um, is a huge part of that. Like, you know, you could just point to your resume and if you're just starting out and maybe you don't have those testimonials that are like, Oh, you know, so-and-so got me these specific results. You can point to your resume and be like, yes, here, this is what I've done, you know, um, Mm -hmm. in my career, this is what I've um, done in my business. Um, and it doesn't necessarily necessarily rely on, um, getting a third party to vouch for you. It's so true. And, you know, sometimes people think, especially if you're early and anybody here who's, you know, let me know, let us know how long you've been in business put it in the chat, you know, but if you're within your first five years, Aaron, you're so right. Sometimes you don't, you know, <clears throat> many of us don't start out with great testimonials, right? We don't start out with impressive numbers, but just the idea of the fact that you really need to get this stuff on paper to support your business is kind of the kicker. It's kind of the motivator to say, okay, go out and get these results. Go out and ask for testimonials. I remember working with a working with uh, back when I a life ago, lifetime ago, I worked with a painting group, and the owner of the painting company was incredible. Her clients loved her, but she was so incredibly busy with work that actually putting together testimonials and, um, you know, case studies or anything like that to work on the business always kind of fell to the back burner Mm -hmm. because she was busy making it rain. Right. So, so, um, so that's number one, if you want to make more sales and be able to justify why you are so great, it's a really important thing to get those things together. And then once you have that down on paper, those little bits of information that talk about how you move the needle, what kind of results you get for a client. You can use all that information on your sales page, in your marketing messaging, in your email campaigning and everything else. So it's kind of like the launching pad. We'll call this, we'll call the resume the launching pad or the sales page when it comes to entrepreneurs. Okay. So the next one, I think that, I don't know if I want to share it. I'm going to share it. Okay. The (laughs) next one. (laughs) Okay. So the next one, um, is inspired by a recent client of mine. And if I can uh, advance the slide here. Okay. <laughs> the next reason that you must have a resume as an entrepreneur is for surprise opportunities. Okay. Now, when you're an entrepreneur, there is always that ax hanging above us, right? Like we're, we're nervous. Like we, it falls to us, everything, the marketing, the actual doing the business, the networking and everything else. All of it falls to us and that can make us not, you know, it's important to be able to manage all of those things and then quantify them. And then once you start doing, and once you start building that business, 
if you're doing it well, people take notice, right? Then you've got, you know, maybe the LinkedIn creator program is reaching out like, hey, do you want to be part of this thing? Or, you know, strategic partnerships come your way. Or maybe in your desired industry, some companies would approach you to consult for them. And so whether you're going to keep going it on, you know, alone, you're going to enter into some of these strategic partnerships, or you are thinking about maybe doing a hybrid thing, you know, where you consult for a company or you work for a company and for yourself, all of those things can come out of absolute, you know, the blue. And so why I mention that is many times I get this call that's like, Claire, I need to go and, you know, I really want to go consult for this company. It's like a dream opportunity for me. I've got my own business going on, but I don't have a resume and they need me to send them one. And so being prepared before you're ready becomes really important. <clears throat> and, uh, and that way that, you know, when those opportunities come along, you can grab them, you can be mm -hmm. ready, or you just need a couple minor tweaks and then you can get going. So yeah, that's I mean, one of my I, favorites. So Claire worked on my resume and it takes time, you guys. So like, <clears throat> I was so glad to have her help um, because my, oh my God, I was, she probably laughed my resume out of the building. Cause when I, I like, yeah. it was like so old school, you guys, like I didn't realize how far resumes had come. And mine was like this, like just the old school word doc. And it was like, you know, you bold the title of the company and you italicize how long you've been there. And then you like list out every single thing that you've ever done. And so um, it was so old school. And um, I was just like, oh, gosh, this needs a refresh. <clears throat> and the I, I'm like, I just I want to put my resume on my website because it's so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm just like, I've never seen That's resumes awesome. like there's testament quotes <clears throat> in there and testament, all this stuff. And it's beautiful, um, but it takes time. And so especially when you have these opportunities that come around that you weren't expecting, you want to, like Claire said, you want to be on your A game. You want to be ready and you don't have time at that point to be like, oh okay, well now I need to stop all the other million things that I'm responsible for and change right. my focus onto my resume, which I have not seen in eight years. And I, it doesn't have the last, you know, eight years stuff on it. Um, and I don't know how, how far resumes have come and what's expected of the format wise. And all of a sudden you're stuck, you know? And so mm -hmm. to Claire's point to have it already ready and it, and then it makes it shines a great light on you um, to where it's just like, well, you're just prepared, you know, for everything. Oh, you need this? Sure. Here you go. Instead of the scramble, you know, which is what we all want to avoid. Totally. Um, um, Josh in the chat just mentioned, you know, it's all about the resume approach is all about alignment, you know, and how your values align with what value you can bring your customer. And that's such an incredible point, Josh, because <clears throat> I'm going to give you guys a pro tip here. When it comes to writing a resume, whether you are in business for yourself or you're working for somebody else, one really important thing to do right at the front is to have a base document and then the one that you're sending out to people. But the base document is where like all, like you said, Aaron, you're so busy working on the business and doing the things, right? And really making the, the plays. But if you can get some of those things into that base document, it doesn't matter how long it is or how beautiful it is, but if you can get the accomplishments in one place, then you can use them, right? Then when, like Josh is saying, if you find that alignment with a customer who's in a specific category or is interested in a specific result, you can pull from that base document and plop it into that sales page, right? For that 
for that client, right? Or for that company you want to consult for. And that way you can always make sure that, you know, you've got your, your um, accomplishments cached because you don't ever want to have a resume and like delete things that you aren't using currently and then try to remember them later if you have to change your document that's a that's a nightmare that's those are the calls i get at midnight and they're like claire i've literally pulled every last piece of my hair out because i forget what happened five years ago because we're, we're busy people we're doing the thing so <clears throat> josh i'm so glad you brought that up and Aaron, you're right i mean you know when you're busy when you're busy working in the business and doing doing things and doing moves in the business, it's hard to remember or to slow down and to take that time, you know? <clears throat> so the story I wanted to share with you too, you guys, is that I, I just had a client call me the other day and these are the surprise opportunities that I'm talking about. So she calls me and she's like, oh my gosh, I have, um, she's, she's a, a social media uh, coach and she is doing well in her business as an entrepreneur. She's doing really well. Her, her audience loves her. She's doing incredible things. And she calls me and she's like, Claire, um, you won't believe this, but, um, a like a Tony Robbins, um, level group called me and they need somebody to take, they, they want to take somebody on as talent and they're, they're interested in me, but they need my resume. And my resume is still talking about my corporate job 15 years ago, mm -hmm. right? And so it's those kind of things that they're like, okay, can you send us your resume in 48 hours? And you're like, ah, it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exist yet. So um, anyway, those are the calls I love to get because I love to see people grabbing opportunities. So, you know, when you're ready with that stuff, then you can you can grab onto those surprise surprises that come your way. So that mm -hmm. was a pretty cool one. Um, Okay. And number three, this is something that I think most people don't consider when it comes to their resume. And I highly, highly recommend it because one concept we hear more than any other on this platform, other than like, you know, support LinkedIn is so supportive. So I'm referencing LinkedIn here, but you know, supporting each other, um, keep going in business, um, you know, serve your audience. Those are all big key themes. But one theme that comes quite frequently is burnout, mm -hmm. right? Entrepreneurs are notorious for being big hearted and serving, right? And being super passionate about what they're doing. And whether they're in business for themselves or they're working for somebody else in addition to working for themselves, that's incredibly taxing. And so sometimes burnout happens and what you need to do is be able to rejuvenate yourself, right? You've got to be able to fill your cup so you can continue to serve at the capacity that you want to. So here's where I use a resume to fuel this as well. So I encourage everybody to start, start jotting down those accomplishments that you have and start keeping those thank you notes that you get, right? And start adding the testimonials that you have to your resume or to your sales document. Because on those days that, you know, entrepreneurship gets really hard, it's really helpful to be able to go back to those things and remember what people appreciate you for. Remember what you do well and, and what people see you doing that makes you feel good and, and helps you to keep going forward. I think burnout's a, a huge problem um, that many of us face. And of course, right? Because there's one of us and a lot of times 
if you're within your first couple years of entrepreneurship, you're doing everything, soup to nuts, it's you. Someone asked me the other day, they're like, okay, do you, uh, you know, so who <clears throat> on your team do I work with to get this interview ready for the resume? And I'm like, you're looking at her. And she goes, okay, so who actually writes the resume? I said, right here. <laughs> okay, so still me. me. Exactly, and who can help me with my LinkedIn posting strategy? Again, <laughs> hold on, let me get her. Here I am. <laughs> so, you know, when it gets hard in, in the, ro the the natural roller coaster that business ownership is, if you're able to rejuvenate yourself, you know, and and remind yourself with, with thank you notes or the accomplishments that you have on how um, you do matter and you make a difference and your, you know, your efforts are, are needed and appreciated, it's a huge help. It's a huge help. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was really impressed when you did mine and like you added, you know, those, you know, those quotes and the testimonials and stuff and like you pulled stuff out to highlight and everything. And I was just like, wow, what a cool way, you know, to, to showcase somebody's experience and expertise, you know, okay. So it's very, it's not your grandpa's resume anymore. It's very, it's more well-rounded um, and holistic really, because it, it takes a view of everything. And, and, um, I'm curious, Claire, too, do you think that because like our world has changed, um, is mostly driven by the pandemic to where a lot of us are um, working from home, entrepreneurs may work from home anyway, some of them may have mm -hmm. offices, who knows, but people are, their personal lives and our professional lives are blending more now than ever. And so I'm curious, like, do you see the future of the resume or maybe it's already happening, kind of bringing that in of like, personal stuff and, you know, like, um, I don't know, hobbies or kids or, I mean, and I know it gets tricky with kids cause you don't want to like, mm -hmm. you know, you can't ask if someone's a parent, you know, whatever, you know, in, in interviews and stuff like that. But for select personal stuff, are you bringing that into the resumes or what do you think about that? I'm just curious. I think that's a really great point. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that I was just reading something about from, um, Niraj this morning who posted that very same thing. And you're right. Now the business and personal life is, you know, inextricably combined, right? It's the same coin, but two sides. And so when it comes to presenting yourself and your professional brand, I think it does become important. Now, I, I don't know if I'd go so far as adding kids or, yeah. you know, pets and hobbies on a resume. Kind of depends what industry you're in as well. But I think that those things can and should be added in other areas that are our personal sales pages, right? Like on our LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you could talk about, you know, give a little more personality, a little more grit to places like LinkedIn, which is, you know, in a sense, you know, where you should also have a lot of that resume content, that sales mm -hmm. page content and your website, you know, where people are going to go to get to know you. Now, I'll tell you that 99% of my clients come to me and they have almost the exact first line. It's like we all took the same resume course back in 2005, right? And it's, you know, I'm a such and such, um, I have, you know, 15 years of experience in the such and such industry doing X, Y, Z, right? And so when we can take that and say, okay, that is true. But if somebody's trying to get to know me, I'm going to bring in some of these other personality pieces, like you mentioned, so that they can, you know, really get a feel for who I am in the sea of candidates saying the same thing. Yeah. So I think that there's room for that. 
No, yeah. I think there's room for that. No. Okay, great. Because I, I was reading some um, articles recently and they were saying that um, em employers or people you're going to partner with, their, their thought is that uh, it's easier to train people um, on the hard skills, technical, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but what they're really looking for is the soft skills, the culture yeah. fit, the personalities, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, because that you can't teach, right? I right. mean, a person is a person and that's their personality and, you know, whatever. And so, um, so to get that across in the materials that you're submitting to them, I think could be beneficial. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, absolutely. I think culture fit environments become huge, you mm -hmm. know, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's, that's a new, uh, it's not new, but now companies are focused more on that than ever, which is wonderful. So, you know, that's not something that can be encapsulated in just a sales number, right? Mm -hmm. Um, maybe a retention number, but I think that all those things do really are important and they do come into play for, for like the bigger picture, you know, yeah. the bigger picture. And especially if you're an entrepreneur. So all of those, you know, watching today here, if you are in business for yourself, you have likely had to have the branding conversation with yourself, right? You've had to identify how you want to present your brand to the world and what that looks and feels and sounds like. And that's what needs to be on your entrepreneur resume. That feeling, that look, that sound, that's what has to be resonated resonating with your audience over there on your resume. And I see um, Kathy asked, you ask a great question, Kathy. She says, if you have multiple professions, job and entrepreneur, would you include both on the resume or only what you want to promote? <clears throat> Such a good question. I get this one all the time and it depends. So it depends on what you're going for next. There is a common, you know, a common worry by companies that, okay, if you're going to come and work, work for us, but you have this side gig going on, you know, will you be able to handle both effectively? So here's how I recommend that you do this. <clears throat> I would include both. I would include both because the one thing you don't want to happen is to walk into that interview and you have this bustling side hustle going on in addition to what you're doing now. And they say, oh, well, that's not on your resume but you have this side hustle, right? You always want to kind of get rid of the questions up front. Like you, the worries need to go away with the information that you're providing. So Kathy, here's what I would do. I would address both. I would add both to your resume. You want to tailor the language still to how you deliver value to that company in that specific industry and figure out a way that you can talk about what you provide in your side hustle that will be valuable to them. More than ever, companies are looking for brand voices, brand advocates. In fact, I was just looking yesterday and there are whole sites <clears throat> where they're recruiting influencers, right? Entrepreneurs and influencers so that they can have people who already have built a trust trusted audience and bring them into their company and then parlay their relationships and their, you know, social media savvy and marketing messaging to the company's efforts to support the whole. So I think that when you can transition your message to, you know, this side hustle is separate completely from what I do at work and you can kind of marry the two, at least in how you provide value, 
then your resume becomes really powerful and your side hustle becomes interesting to your employer and your hiring manager, not a detractor. So have you found that too, Erin? I mean, I know you, you do both. You're working and you're also running your own business. Yeah, I do both. And so um, I, and I don't think it's talked about uh, often enough because I think there's a huge percentage of the population that's doing both working uh, full-time for an employer, but also um, yeah. having like this, like um, a bustling um, company of their own. Um, and I think that's becoming more the norm than the exception. Right. And so, and I think more employers are being, are like, as you said, um, more comfortable with that and actually mm -hmm. seeking that out because my gosh, if someone is that tenacious and ambitious that they're, they're running their own thing, um, then think about the dedication and the work ethic that they would bring to the table for that employer. Yeah. Right. And so, um, we did that with mine. We have muscle creative, um, on my resume, you know, it's my, uh, it's, you know, and we could bring in and my podcast is mentioned and, you know, and so I think all, all of those things to the right employer, that's actually a, um, a plus. Um, and if it's not, then that's not the employer for you because, um, most likely if you are doing your own thing and working for an employer, that's you, that's your personality. You like a lot of things going on, you, you know, um, you need all these different challenges. And then if an employer doesn't see that as a benefit, then you're probably not going to be happy with that employer because they're probably going to pigeonhole you and be like, okay, this is your little box. This is what you're responsible for. And that's not going to be good enough for you. Um, yeah. and so you want the employer who's going to, um, to respect that and be like, oh my gosh, look at this person, like all they're doing. Um, we love that. And we want more of that, you know, by the way, Claire, I found my little clear glasses. So. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Blue blockers at I the mean... ready, everybody. <laughs> I point that out. It's ladies hour and we broke, broke, broke out our blue blocker clear glasses. Do we always match? 100%. I mean. Yes. Okay. So I had to laugh because earlier this week, Dan was saying, change my mind, change my mind on this resume thing, Aaron. And oh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. he just dropped the best comment. Okay. He said, when I was getting started, I created a rainy day doc where I saved all the little notes of thanks from people that I'd go to when I was feeling down. Exactly. This resume document really when it comes to entrepreneurs needs to just be called something different, right? It needs to be called your sales page, your support document, your data center document, whatever you want to call it, because it can support us in so many ways. So Dan, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you guys for asking such great questions. I mean, mm -hmm. I have to admit it's a, it's, it's a, um, it's a real pleasure talking about resumes. You know, I could talk about this stuff all day long. So I appreciate uh, everybody being here. <laughs> and if you if you need help for that matter too, if you're like, okay, Claire, I get it. I get it. I haven't really nailed my numbers down yet. I'm not really sure what my positioning statement is. And I certainly don't have it on paper yet. Just shoot me a DM. I'd be happy to help you and point you in the right direction. So it's just, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me talk about my first love. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. When you came up with this topic, I was like, I'm so interested in this. I never really thought about it. Um, yeah. So I'm so glad that we took the time. And yeah, thanks to everybody for showing up. And um, yeah, the questions that came in were spot on. Um, and I think were things that everybody was thinking about and not asking. So really appreciate sure. it. And so Claire, tell us like where people can find you and, and where they can get some like, uh, you know, some freebies, um, some help, Heck because yeah. I'm sure some people are like, oh my God, help me. I don't know what to oh, do. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. In fact, um, I thank you for asking. I just uh, released my first template you can buy ever. I've never released Yay. a template before. This is the first time. Um, it's sales. It's geared towards sales. So if you want to sell, you know, your business or you want to get into a traditional sales role, this, this is the one. <laughs> so nice. anyway, just DM me if you'd like over on LinkedIn. If you want to grab that for yourself, happy to send it your way. Send you the link. And otherwise, I've got um, everything else I offer over on TractionResume.com. So feel free to check that out as well. And then me over on LinkedIn. If we're not yet connected, I know many folks in the chat today, we are, Brian, we need to connect. I see right now we're still second to connection. So we need to make sure we, we fix that too. But go find me over there. And I'm always open to questions. I'm, I love helping you guys with whatever, whatever you need with your career advancement. So please feel free to get in touch. I just read a study that 55% of people start a business in their life. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is top of mind for more than half of us in America. And um, and so doing it well and, and showing up strong and representing your brand well with resume and sales documents becomes really important. So happy to help get you where you need to go. Yay. Awesome. Well, yeah. thanks, everybody. And maybe use the next few minutes to a half an hour to um, work on it <laughs> and go to Traction Resume and get some tips. Yes, totally. <laughs> to Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another Power Hour Ladies Edition uh, with Aaron and I. And we will see you next week for another awesome Power Hour, always Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye, guys.